Hello, cleaning buddies. Welcome to the podcast. This is Jen Lynn. And today I have another question for you. Is your kitchen really clean? So, um, in case you guys are not, um, uh, if you're new to this little series that I've been doing, um, this is really for people that, um, you know, maybe they just went out on their own. They've never really been taught exactly how to clean certain stuff. Um, it's also just in addition to kind of go with my speed cleans because if all you're doing is the speed clean, there's a lot of stuff that you're missing. So today we're going to talk about, um, just other tasks that you should be doing in your kitchen and, um, how you can clean different things, some different options for, um, cleaners that you may want to use. Um, I think at the end we'll probably take a little trip into my kitchen so I can tell you guys a couple cleaning products. Um, cause I, I want to say the names of them, but I don't know hundred percent and I don't want to tell you wrong. So we'll go do that at the end and, uh, I'll let you know the names of some of those cleaners, but here's a big deal about kitchens. Okay. Kitchens vary so much. So like a few things that I mean here, sinks, you could have a farmhouse sink. You could have a porcelain sink. You could have a stainless steel sink. You could have whatever the heck I have. And I still don't know what it is. Some kind of really annoying plastic or something, um, with that's got texture on it and holds every single stain you could possibly imagine. I hate, hate my sink. But anyway, um, so you could have lots of different kinds of sinks in your house. Um, so I can give you some ideas about some things cause I've had a stainless steel sink before. Um, I have a weird one now and I have porcelain in my bathroom, so I can tell you how to clean certain things like that, but you definitely owner's manuals, consult your manufacturer. You know, you should probably use the products they recommend. Um, and then the other thing is ovens, stoves. There's everything from convection ovens, gas, electric, flat top, the coil things. Like there's so many different types of stove configurations. So um, when we get to some of these things, I'm going to be directing you to YouTube it. <laughs> um, but, you know, there are some that I can definitely um, give you some ideas for. But let's let's talk about the basics of the clean with me's that I've done. I think I have a couple different ones for kitchens. I think kitchens are also covered in crisis cleaning. Um, I think I have a very quick clean your kitchen and I think I have a more extended version of cleaning your kitchen. But the basics of all of them are like pick up trash, put things back in your cabinets, wipe down the surfaces, take out the trash. Like, you know, sweet, we don't cover really deep cleaning your stove your microwave, your dishwasher. Oh, I forgot about the dishwasher thing. I don't have that in my notes. Let me, I'm just going to add here. Um, let me add myself a little note so I don't forget. One thing I need to tell you guys, and this could also be for people who have been cleaning forever because this was something that I did not know at all. Um, anyway, so let's start with the sink. And, um, again, it depends on the kind of sink that you have as to what type of, um, material it's made out of and what you can clean it with. Um, 
generally if you have a stainless steel sink a lot of people recommend barkeeper's friend and you really do have to be careful with um, things scratching your stainless steel because when they get scratched it's never going to be as shiny again and I mean that's the whole point of stainless steel is to keep it shiny so just be careful with the kind of stuff you put in there um, don't let things scrape against it um, also I mean stainless steel is cool because it's stainless so you could put something rusty in there and it's you're probably going to be able to get it off of your stainless steel um, other types of sinks though you do have to be careful and that's a problem that I have constantly with my sink um, is people putting pots and pans in there and rust um, messing things up so um, but barke barkeeper's friend is a cleaner that I've heard used for stainless steel I would not ever 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 use a mr. clean eraser on a stainless steel sink because it will scratch it I would never like don't do not use stainless steel I mean do not use scouring steel wool that's what I meant to say do not use steel wool on your stainless steel sink you will scratch it and it will never be shiny again um, you can however use those little um, scouring pads that are just like on the opposite side of a sponge or the ones that I talk about from Dollar Tree um, those are safe because it's just the way the plastic is it's not gonna really I mean I guess it could scratch it but it's probably not gonna scratch it um, another thing that you can do with stainless steel is if you are trying to shine it up like you've gotten your whole sink cleaned out and wiped it in like wiped it out so there's no water you can take a little bit of olive oil on a paper towel and um, rub it all around on the stainless steel and make it super super shiny and that's something that fly lady recommends and I used to do that with my sink and I loved the way it looked when I did that so just another little tip for your stainless steel sinks um, if you have anything else like if you have porcelain or you know um, ceramic or whatever those kinds of things you should be able to get away with you know the mr. clean stuff and the um, also the scouring stuff you can use stuff like Comet or Ajax I think is another like scouring agent if you're really trying to clean it out um, but there's the there's another cleaner I want to say it's called zap Z-A-P zap but I'm not 100% sure if that's it I'm gonna that's what we're gonna go to the kitchen and look for in a little bit um, but that is a that is something that I was actually finally able to get some rust stains out of my sink because my sink is like some kind of plastic um, I mean it's like a heavy-duty plastic it's not like you could just um, it's not like you just scratch it or anything but it's it holds on to stains um, it has like a textured surface at the bottom and I hate it so much um, it kind of reminds me reminds me a little bit of a utility sink like you would have in a laundry room but it's not it really isn't that either so I don't really know how to describe it but annoying is basically how I describe it um, okay so with your sink besides just taking care of the sink itself you also from time to time need to get like a little toothbrush or small cleaning brush and go around the edges of where the because um, most sinks have like a little lip where the metal is going into the drain so you want to clean that from time to time um, around the faucets and also around the lip of the sink where it meets the counter um, because 
that's a place you don't think of very often, but I got, I found some really gross stuff right on the lip of my sink, um, in the kitchen the other day. And I used some bleach gel and a toothbrush and just scrubbed it and it was fine. But, um, again, don't just go grab your bleach gel. Cause I don't know what your countertops and all that are made out of, but, um, yeah, so that's definitely the things you want to worry about with the sink. Also, they make little um, drop things that you can put into your disposal if you have one to clean it out. And I'm sure there's probably easier ways to do that. But that is just another um, little tip for kitchens or for kitchen sinks. Okay, your counters. So during the clean with me, we do like a quick wipe down of the counters. But... I would say at least on a weekly basis, you want to get all the things you might have on the counters off and really deep clean your countertops. A lot of people, I learned in, I don't know, some class that I was in, the teacher told us how they had tested the countertops um, for germs. Like after they'd been cleaned, they just did like a Petri dish swab and it had so much bacteria on it. So you never want to make food directly on your countertops. I think most people know that now, but I remember when I was a kid, like I remember my mom making us sandwiches right on the kitchen counter and, um, you don't want to do that. So, but at least once a week you need to get like the little scouring pads. And again, I don't know what your kitchen counters are made out of. So please make sure you follow manufacturer's instructions for whatever it is. If it's marble, I don't have that. I have like basically something similar to Formica. It looks like marble, kind of, but it's not. Um, so again, you definitely want to do that. Scrub them down. Not something that's going to scratch it, but you want to get all the, like, you know, people put spoons down or something's on the bottom of the bowl or whatever. All that stuff you want to get off your countertop. So you want to use something antibacterial. Um, but, you know, be careful with harsh chemicals. If you're scrubbing it really well, you should be pretty good, but um, you definitely want to take the time, move everything because little crumbs and stuff, you know, get behind your paper towel holder or your spice rack or whatever you may have sitting on your countertop, your knives, um, your like, what is it called? Knife block or whatever. So move those things, clean behind them, move everything back, move on to a different area of the counter and you want to be doing that weekly. Um, okay. So the next thing is, well, I guess going along with the counters, also you're like the knobs of your cabinets and things like that. They're going to get dirty. Sometimes like at my mom's house, hers are wood, like natural. I mean, they're stained wood. So you don't really notice fingerprints and stuff like that on her doors. But I bet if she were to take a paper towel and wipe, it'd be so filthy because I seriously doubt she's done it in years but mine are white. So I see it all the time and I understand how dirty they're actually getting. So you want to wipe any place where people touch. And you know, if you have, um, decorative wood on your doors, your cabinet doors, it's going to collect dust in those little areas. Also the hood of your stove, if it sticks out, um, is also going to have dust on top. So those are all places you want to make sure you're taking care of when you are like deep cleaning. Okay, next, your floors. So, I'm sure you already know, sweep it, mop it, great. But if you have never, like, 
just sat down on your kitchen floor. There's so many things I learned about my house from being down on the floor and looking at things from different angles. In your kitchen, get down, sit on the floor, and check out those baseboards under your cabinets if you have cabinets at the bottom. They are probably disgusting and you probably don't even realize it. And if your cabinets are like mine and the cabinets are raised up above the baseboards and stick out a little bit, that little lip underneath your cabinets is probably disgusting too. And if you have pets, it probably has their hair underneath it. So that's another place that you need to check. Um, I do that when I, when my monthly thing comes up about cleaning my baseboards. Kitchen is one of the places where I do that. And it's probably the most disgusting baseboards of any other area in my house. So um, just wanted to point that out to you if you've never checked those out. Um, but also like if you just do, um, if you're just swiffering, I mean, from time to time, you probably need to use a little bit stronger cleaner on your floors. Um, and of course you guys know how I am. I do my Cinderella routine every once in a while and I will scrub my kitchen floors just the same. Um, I used to scrub the grout. I had a kitchen that had tile with grout and I used to routinely get on the floor with a toothbrush and scrub the grout in my kitchen. Um, not, I mean, maybe like once or twice a year, but still. And then I got smart and actually painted. I hand painted all the grout in my kitchen because it was white tile with white grout and it was just horrible. So um, I painted it like a tan color and stopped having nearly as much trouble as I had had before. So um, that's definitely an option as well. All right, let's talk about the fridge. Now, as far as cleaning the outside of your fridge, you know, same instructions apply. Check what your manufacturer suggests. Um, be careful with stainless steel. There's certain things you're supposed to use. There's some kind of weird tip I heard about cleaning stainless steel not long ago, and it was really shocking what they used, but I don't remember what it was. It was something you wouldn't think to use on stainless steel but I, for the life of me, cannot remember what it was. Anyway, you can definitely look up, look that up. I do not have a stainless steel fridge, so I don't know. Um, I actually don't have any stainless steel in this house, so I don't have to worry about that stuff. Um, but, you know, you want to clean around the sides of your fridge. If it's, you know, be careful pulling your fridge out because if you have a water line going to your ice maker, you don't want to... Um, like snap that line and cause a big problem but just you know you have to be careful and be cognizant of that but you do want to clean around it um, the top of it is going to get really dusty over time so that's a place you don't want to ignore because after a while that dust is going to be maybe opening the fridge not even realizing that you're kind of like knocking excuse me dust down into your food and stuff that's in your fridge so just be careful with that um, but you're also going to need to, to from time to time clean out the inside of your fridge. Um, there's, you know, spills and things like that that happen. And my suggestion for doing this, because, you know, you don't want to have your fridge door open for long periods of time, um, but clear off one shelf, clear out one drawer and, you know, do that really, you know, make it like a 10 or 15 minute declutter mission for yourself. Um, and just do that, you know, once a day or once a week until you have it done. Um, and I would say that's probably every three months or so that you would need to do it like, or as you see it, you know, um, but once a week you should go through your fridge and get rid of any food that's expired, leftovers that you haven't eaten, things like that. And, um, make sure that, you know, 
because the worst thing that could happen is something like that to explode because there are certain things that will explode after time and or spill onto other things in your fridge and yeah it could just be really bad so please make sure that you are um, checking that out probably at least once a month I mean once a week for the food in your fridge sorry um, okay stoves so oven stove I don't know like how people what people call it but I have um, gas so it is a little different than electric I don't have a flat cooktop um, I have like two metal grate type things grill things I don't know like your pan sits on that and then there's a little ceramic circle that sits over each burner and um, the burn all of that comes off all the grates come off and all the little ceramic pieces come off um, I have cleaned all of that before with steel wool and had no problems the previous owners though I don't know if somebody um, I don't know what they did I guess maybe they hit it with some hit it with something really hard and some of the ceramic like broke off or something um, but like my actual grill things a few of them have metal exposed because um, something happened I don't know I really have been wanting to check online to see if I can purchase new um, pieces for that so that's definitely an option um, I'm looking into but and I, I don't think they're all universal I think it depends on which style um, you have but you can probably get your model numbers and replace those if you have the old style electric stoves with the burners that unplug and all that those are awesome because you can buy replacements for all of those little like the little metal um, I don't know like it's like a pan that goes underneath it and catches stuff you can buy replacements for those and just replace them whenever you need to also if you're not aware usually on those um, ranges the top lifts up so that you can clean underneath them so um, you may have to unplug you probably will have to unplug all of your burners the burners usually plug in at one side and you can unplug them you can replace the little metal dishes and you can lift the top up and clean underneath it so those are actually really easy to clean the top of um, electric cooktops as well with the flat surface those are pretty easy to clean as well you can use um, somewhat abrasive cleaners they make like a stovetop cleaner that's kind of abrasive to clean stuff off of there and I I wouldn't say this with every single one but I I have used I've had all three types of stoves um, I have used a razor blade to get um, baked on stuff off and um, but now see my mom hers has like pattern on it and I don't think you could use a razor on that um, but it just depends on you really need to check with the um, the instructions and stuff so let's talk about the inside um, YouTube it because I've actually never cleaned the inside of any oven um, I know they have stuff like easy off um, I'm really scared of gas I've always I mean I love cooking with gas it's amazing your food cooks so much better when I try to go to an electric stove now I cannot stand it like I actually like the old-school burners versus 
um, like the cooktops because they turn on and off so they don't like crack the glass or something and I hate that. Um, so your food is like, it's cooking, then it's not, then it's cooking, then it's not, and it's just so stupid to me. Um, also, like, gas, when you turn the gas off, like, a lot of times it'll say, remove it from the heat, because on an electric stove, you have to actually take it off the burner, because the heat stays in the burner, but on a gas stove, it, once you turn it off, it's gone, that's it. I mean, it'll still be hot, but it's not gonna, um, it's not gonna hold heat to it. Um, but for the insides, yeah. I really need to YouTube how to clean the inside of my oven because I've never done it before. Um, and the fact that it's gas, I'm kind of scared to use any kind of, um, you know, I don't know what all can be sprayed in there that won't like explode the next time I turn the oven on. Um, cause like you're cooking with real fire inside a gas oven. I have cleaned the doors before. I mean, that's just as simple as anything else, your countertops or whatever. Um, so if that's all that you see is like stuff on there, that's easy. Definitely pulling the, the racks out and cleaning those is very simple. But if it when it comes to actually cleaning the inside of the oven, I mean, I know there's stuff like easy off and some different oven cleaners, but definitely check into what your owner's manual says. And, um, I would definitely YouTube it and see what other people have done for that because i do not have any expertise in doing that. Um, I will say though, you know, you have to regularly clean that. And also if it's inside a cabinet, you know, not inside, but you know what I mean? Like cabinets on either side, you know, you have to watch the sides of it as well. Um, and you may need to get something to clean in between your stove and the counter or the wall. Um, just depending on, on what's going on. So that's what I have to say about your stove. Um, microwave, most microwaves have little turntables inside. You can actually take that plate out and put it in your dishwasher and wash it. Um, you can clean the inside with, you know, whatever cleaners you use, you know, I would make sure it's, you rinse it as well because you don't want anything in there baking along with your food that may be chemical. Um, you can also heat up something such as some lemon in water, um, sliced lemon in water. And, you know, I don't know, you'd have to look it up online to see what the cook time suggestion is, but basically it just makes it like a sauna in there. And when you take it out, everything should kind of just wipe off without the use of, um, cleaners and things like that. So, um, but I do like when I cleaned my microwave this week, I took the plate out and just put it in the sink and got some dish soap and, uh, cleaned it off because the last time I did it, it had like baked on stuff and I had scrubbed it really good. So I just took um, dish soap because it was really greasy feeling and cleaned it all up and it was good to go. Um, but that's another appliance you want to move, like take it out from wherever you have it and clean behind it if it's possible. It's not built in. Some people do have the like microwave built in above the oven as like their vent. Um, but mine is separate. I just have like a, a hood above my oven. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, I think that's pretty self-explanatory. Okay, let's talk about dishwashers. For the most part, there's not really anything you have to do with the dishwasher. Just clean the front if it gets spills or anything on it. But there is one pretty disgusting thing that most people don't even know anything about. Dishwashers have a filter. And the filter keeps chunks of food from going into your drain and clogging your drain and making your dishwasher overflow. 
Um, but you have to clean it out periodically. And I don't know how often you'd have to check with the owner manual for your dishwasher. If you open your dishwasher, usually inside the door, it will give you the model number and you can use that to Google. Most product manuals are online and you can find them somewhere. Um, but I didn't know that a dishwasher had a filter until I got my new one, which has only been a couple years and I'm 40 years old. So most people do not realize that dishwashers have filters and you do have to clean them and they are disgusting. So if you have somebody in your house that doesn't mind dirty jobs, that's the person you want to ask to deal with the filter because it's going to be a bunch of old nasty food that you're pulling out of there. So just beware. And if you had a dishwasher for like five years and you didn't even know about that, like I'm so, 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 so sorry. And also you're welcome. So um, make sure you take care of that filter. Okay. Um, some other things you do need to declutter in your kitchen regularly. There's lots of things that need to be decluttered in the kitchen. Um, cleaning out the fridge. Um, well, I'm sorry. This was a different thing. I've already talked about cleaning out the fridge. Okay. So number one thing that pops into my mind when I think about this is Tupperware containers, like any plasticware, whatever your storage containers. So, you know, you have random lids everywhere. You have a dish with no lid to fit it. You have like, it's just crazy. People take them to lunch. I throw them away when they get nasty. I don't even care. Um, sometimes I throw away this, the dish itself and not the lid. So, because I get like three for a dollar at Dollar Tree. So to me, if it's gross, it's going in the trash. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not cleaning that stuff out. I'm not opening it and smelling that disgusting stuff. It's just going in the trash. Um, and I know that's bad for the environment. I do not do that very often because I try to clean my fridge out once a week. But, like, if it has to happen, it has to happen. So I'm just letting you know. Um, but how do you do that? How do you figure out what you have and what's missing? Well, you are going to have to start out with cleaning out your fridge. Anything in your fridge, in a container. Like, if it has... Because sometimes, you know, you, you have the container and you put foil or plastic over it instead of, like, you couldn't find the lid or whatever. So if you have both pieces together in the fridge and it's something you're going to eat later, it's fine. Don't worry about it. But if you have bits and pieces of stuff in there, you need to get anything out that you can. If you have kids that will just grab one of those and use it as a cereal bowl when they feel like it or whatever, you need to get all of your stuff all together. Wash anything that's in the dishwasher. Make sure it's all out hand wash dirty dishes, whatever you have to do. Just make sure that everything is clean and out of the fridge. Then go through every single drawer, every single cabinet. Even if you think I never keep any Tupperware in there, you might have something in there. It's probably going to be the one place later on you open that drawer and you're like, Oh my gosh, here's that stupid lid. Anyway, gather all of that up. If you've ever used any of it, like in your bathroom, if you have anything stored anywhere that may have a lid or whatever, you know, just you want to get it from all over the house, match everything up and then throw all that extra junk away. Um, and you shouldn't have to do this more than once a year, but if you haven't done it in a really long time, do it. You'll save yourself so much space because um, we all have so many containers with no lids and, you know, so just it really is the best way to make sure that you have all the lids, everything has a lid, and if it doesn't, just get rid of it. Or if you have extra lids, that's what I usually find is extra lids everywhere. 
then, you know, just toss those random pieces. Um, another thing about that is, um, we always have a big problem with, um, I hope this UPS guy does not knock on my door. We have an issue with people, um, oh my gosh, I've got UPS and the mail truck right behind it. <laughs> They're both stopping at my house. Uh, that's funny. So, um, we have a thing with people, um, Oh my gosh, just totally lost my train of thought worrying about these people ringing my doorbell. Um, I'm so sorry, guys. I was just talking about the Tupperware lids. And... Oh, okay. So, your little teaspoons and uh, measuring cups and stuff like that. If you just have random bits and pieces all over the place, like don't sweat that stuff. Just, um, what did that guy just do? Oh, my workout thing came today. Do not ring my doorbell. Do not ring my doorbell. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so, um, Dollar Tree sells all that stuff for a dollar. You can get an entire set of measuring cups or better yet, get one like poor measuring cup that holds like up to two cups those are so much better but if you need the individual ones or the teaspoons or whatever Dollar Tree has all that stuff for a dollar a whole set for a dollar so if you have just random bits and pieces throw all that stuff away or recycle it or whatever and get you a new set um, it will be so much less of a headache than having to because like I'm bad about having like a set of this kind and a set of that kind and it's like and sometimes you do need like two you know if like you're making something that has wet and dry ingredients sometimes you do need extra but um you know it's so simple to just toss the bits and pieces and get new ones um so that's my my really serious suggestion to you um also just a heads up um your pots and pans if your pots and pans have scratches on the bottom like you can actually see a different colored metal through your pans it's time to toss them because that's not good um, you want to use like plastic or wood utensils when you are um, dealing with any kind of nonstick coating on pans because the scratches it can harbor bacteria um, I had a set of pans, pots, sorry. I just bought a really cheap set of pots from Walmart um, because I never could keep all my pots clean. Um, it's like one meal and all my pots would be, you know, because like I make two sides and then I've got no pots the next day. So um, I just bought a really cheap set and they got scratches in the bottom and um, they started rusting. Like I've actually never seen this before, but they actually started for real rusting. So, um, you want to watch for stuff like that and you just you have to toss them you have to like I hated doing it but I had to toss them because that is gonna make somebody sick so um, anyway or give them tetanus can't you get tetanus from that I don't know anyway <laughs> um, so that's my tips on keeping your kitchen clean um, you know again refer to your 
manufacturer's instructions on different things like that. And uh, just, I'm not, I'm not going to go into um, the different types of, I know some people are very like anti-chemicals and stuff like that. And, um, you know, I can't really say, um, I'm trying to look for the, um, the cleaner that I was going to tell you guys again about. Okay. That's not. I'm pretty sure the cleaner is called Zap. Um, that I was talking to you guys about. That's a Zep, not Zep, Zap. Z-A-P. There's a bunch of stuff called Zep. Okay. I was having to, I was trying to avoid going and looking at it just to stay out of the kitchen, but we're going to have to go. So, um, but the whole thing about, um, the, you know, if you want to use, um, natural cleaners or whatever, that is just personal preference. So, um, it is called Zap. Oh, no, it's not. <laughs> I can't read. It's called Zud. Z-U-D. Zud. That is what I was able to finally get the um, rust out of my sink with. So, I'm going to see if my dishwasher... Nope, it's still not working. <sighs> Once again, I just paid $100 for a new, um, a new board for that thing, and it's broken again. Anyway, guys, um, if you follow these tips or just, you know, incorporate them into your cleaning routine. And remember, just like I said with, um, you know, I think the bath, the bedroom or bathroom, if you're starting from ground zero and you haven't really cleaned in a long time, anything you do is going to be an improvement. So don't think you have to spend a weekend doing everything I just said. You never thought about it before. Um, you want to just slowly start incorporating it. Just do a little bit at a time and then you'll eventually find that it's all, you know, squeaky clean. Um, so hopefully this has helped and, um, I can't think of anything else that I need to add. I don't think I've forgotten anything. Um, so with that being said, remember you're only responsible for making the effort.